Welcome to Agents Only, the number one place for real estate agents. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another Agents Only podcast. Today, we are doing a deep dive into auctions, a process that some are either scared of or really love. And I wanted to speak to obviously an absolute expert who, how many auctions have you done in your career, Maddie? Could you even answer that question? Oh, way too many. Too many. <laughs> way, way too many. And I used to be very bad at them. <laughs> well, there you go. We're going to be learning from somebody that has done way too many in his career. No, of course, it's the one and only Matt Steinway. Matt, how are you? Thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks, Amy. Um, now, listen, auctions, there's something that either people love or they hate. Why do, you, why do you think in real estate there's such divide in our industry over those that can do an auction and those that can't? Well, I think, I think a lot of it comes down to the way it's perceived as well. It's actually probably the, the most effective marketing method because it, I, I find it very clear. I find it um, handled right. It's probably one of the most cut-through methods you can use in real estate. So... A lot of the time, it's how it's set up from the beginning, and it's no different than when you list an auction with an owner, and sometimes an agent will say, oh, I think you should auction it, and an owner's like, and just backs away straight away. Um, And when I I talk about auction, I say to them, do you have a preference between private treaty or auction? They all go, oh, I don't want auction. And I say to them, I've never met anybody that wants to auction. They always, because people revert to what if it doesn't sell? You know, what if it, what if it doesn't sell at auction? And all these, it it produces, it's a bit like me with public speaking in me. As soon as someone suggests it, I get full of anxiety and full of like, (laughs) and um, even though I've spoken a million times, it's like, I go, and um, an owner does that a lot because of, because of the transparency of it. And I always say to people, to an owner with an auction, when I'm talking about auction, can I, can we look at both? And then can we look at what's best for your property and make a decision together on it? And they usually say yes. So people love options and choices. There's a lot of freedom around that. And you're not saying, oh, you know, you should auction it and we're going to have five bidders and this and that. Because they don't believe things agents say anyway. So it's like, you can sort of try and push your way there or you can allow an owner to choose their way there. So, and then when I talk about listing an auction, I always say to people, it's not the method that's, that has such a bad reputation or perception. It's the communication levels that people don't see that creates the negative feel around it. And what I mean is, if an agent, auctions are 10 times more work. You say what I say to an owner. Auctions are 10 times more work because from where I sit, you need daily communication. You need to know exactly where it is, right the way along. And then I show them an activity report and I go through the activity report in detail with them. And I show them how we'll communicate with them. Every Tuesday, we'll catch up. We'll go through this together. And then I start to build a picture around your process. And in the end, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, it becomes really enjoyable because 
see this section here where I said where I say interested parties, and I'll, I'll have an example of one I've sold recently, and there might be four people in there. We just focus on these at the end. So we just talk about Sally and Bob, Peter, Frank, Harry, and, I, and then I talk about, we talk about who's the strongest, who's been here four times, who's the most emotional, who do you think will win, la, 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 la. And it, and it becomes really like, in the end, you go to bed on the night before the auction knowing exactly who's there, who's going to turn up, who will win this thing, blah, blah, blah. And it, it's so much more enjoyable because the communication all the way there is thorough, it's excellent, and there's no guessing. A lot of the time, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, when people list their home for auction, haven't heard from the agent enough, get to the point where you set the reserve. The agent suggests a separate, a different reserve than what you're thinking. It becomes a wrestle, very unpleasant. Then you get to the auction day and either no one turns up or one person turns up. It's a big disappointment and you, you weren't prepared. That's why people don't like auction. And when you do it like that and you talk, talk them through, I spend a lot of time you know, painting the picture around this, they're, they're usually fine. And they're like, okay, yeah. So, and then I talk about what's best for their home. And I say, so based on what we've said, this one has a date on the process. It's quite broad market. So I think there's going to be quite a bit of interest in your home based on what it is and where it is. So we can either try and guess a price right now and list it for private treaty and hope we get it right with emotion, because I talk about logical and emotional, with emotion built in, or we can use this side with a great bidding guide, get all the attention on your home, let the emotion build, and I show them with the buyer wave and where the interest actually builds and where we expect an offer. So there's a lot more to this than just this two-second chat we're talking now. And we can, we can go about it like this, and in 30 days' time, one will know exactly where it sits in, in regards to price, we might have one buyer, worst case probably. We could get two or more, we don't know. But the best thing that we can, that we can do is in 30 days time, have some sort of competition on your home that will produce the best outcome. And they're usually like, oh, I think that one is the best. So I try and move away from the auction word and I talk about how the process will feel to them. And nine times out of 10, they're like, let's go that way. You know what's amazing that what I love about, I love the entire Matt Steinway system, but, you know, especially obviously in our school and our program, you break through every section of the auction and every component that they can do. But the most important part of all of it comes down to working with your owner. Like I see a lot of agents will cook a listing presentation because they'll walk in there and say, we must go auction right? Because that's oh, yeah. what they know may achieve the premium result, it creates transparency, it creates a deadline, it creates urgency, all those things. But instead of actually allowing the owner to go through that journey and make the decision, which is exactly what you do, they put that hyper pressure on them. And even though they do it with the best intention, because they want the owner to get the best result, it actually ends up frying the deal because it overwhelms your owner. But when you take them through that journey and that process and allow them to make the decision on it, it really helps them feel more confident in what they do. Funny, we could say the same about your public speaking, Maddie, which we can now say on record you'll be back doing. 
yeah. <laughs> but on top of that, before I lose this train of thought as well, um, I talk about the method of marketing after price. So, and what quite often happens, Dimmy, when you're talking about price, I might spend anywhere from five minutes to 20 minutes talking about comparables. And I, I it's very detailed. I take, you know, one property per page, when it when it listed, when it sold, what it was, and I have about 100 properties in there. And I we talk about pricing and then quite often the two owners have a differential in price themselves. Like one might think 1.2 and the other one's like, oh, I was thinking 1.3. And so when I talk about pricing and then I move to method and I say to them, like, do you have a preference? And during that, and the reason that's important for myself is during that, I say to them, well, with private treaty, you two can't even agree on a price. Mm. And I might have a different price and a valuer might have another price mm. because price is subjective based on emotion and personal need. So how do we how do we even come up with an agreed price to go private treaty now? We don't even know what the market's going to say. Mm. And then I talk about that compared to auction and auction's more about the process and interest and activity and excitement. And I always say to them, your price, your best price is, is directly linked to market excitement. That's all. And then it, it makes it so much easier. So I, I don't just go in and talk about that straight away. So I talk about price, method, then I talk about marketing, then I talk about company differences, my difference and communication. It's a six, six step process that I, you know, I step them through very carefully. So at the end, I say to them, how do you feel about all that? And they're like, that really makes sense, all of that. And they feel so comfortable because it's not like you said then, me just going, let's auction it, let's get all these people here. I'm very real with things. I say to them, sometimes, sometimes we don't have any buyers on, a, on at auction. Sometimes it happens. Mm. But I can guarantee you one thing. The minimal outcome here is we will have hundreds of inquiries that will know why they did or didn't come. We'll have really thorough feedback. We'll know what they thought with price. And nine times out of 10, I would have found somebody that likes your home, but they just couldn't buy it on the day. So that's why you see auctions sell just soon after, because sometimes you might find them a little bit later in the process and you just need to work with them a little bit more. So if we start on that, there is no disappointment. Is there Mr. and Mrs. Owner? And they're like, no, there's not at all. And I said, that's very valuable, understanding how much your home is worth by the end of the 30 days. Then we can position it perfectly in the next stage. It'll sell promptly after that. So when, and when you're not forcing people and you give them that, you know, that sort of feel and choice, it, they feel very empowered. They're like right on board with you. Can I ask you a question? Because we've talked about, um, I guess, vendors being scared of auctions, right? Yeah. Maddie, you've always, you know, spoken from the heart and been authentic. And we've just talked about public speak speaking. And that is something that creates anxiety. There's, we talk about an owner being fearful of an auction. There are agents out there that I meet that won't even discuss auctions because they're petrified of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Running an auction is like a public speaking event. And for you to build your personal brand, you need to walk in with confidence and you need to, you know, present yourself in a way. Like I always talk about reading people's body language. Like you talk about that energy exchange with people. 
the, on the weekend, I know I'm a sad case, but, you know, me and my little girl went for a walk and we knew an auction was going to be on. And I just love going to auctions because I find them exciting. Like I even cry when the cattle goes down and I'm not even buying home. A bit sad. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I could watch this agent's behaviour and he was so nervous and so crimpled up. And, like, the home did sell, which was an amazing result. But looking at that, I even thought of it for our podcast. I was like wow, you can tell the way that somebody feels and energetically. So I want to do a deep dive in now. Did you, you said when we first came on, you used to hate auctions. Why? Oh, I wouldn't list them because this is many, many years ago when I worked for hookers, I wouldn't list them because it was too nerve wracking and I just didn't like it. I I didn't like the pressure. I, I just didn't, I wasn't, I didn't feel capable myself really. I was like, they back then you used to spend 5,000 for an auction or no, no, no fee up front for um, the listing, like private treaty. And I, I was like, oh, what if they spent $5,000 and it didn't sell? And I used to really just panic. And I remember one time I, the owner of the business said to me, I can't work there if I don't list auctions. So I, I was like, okay, I really got to learn these things. And I was there, so then I was even more worried about my job. So I, I just list anything for auction, like billers and things, things that shouldn't be auctioned, I just did. And, um, and I remember like the first on in rooms auctions we did because they did them all in rooms. I was that nervous. I couldn't speak. My mouth was so dry. I just went and hid at the back of the room and I just couldn't talk to anybody. And I used to think, and I watched them all over time. And, and I used to watch the agents walk up to the buyers and say things. And I used to say to myself, what, what are they even saying to these people? I wouldn't have a clue what to say. And I'm like, what are they saying? And I, it really intrigued me. And even the, if you come to my auctions today, Emmy, I will rarely walk up to a buyer. Yeah. Rarely. It's not because I don't want to, but now I see it as, sometimes I will, if I see people need a hand, but now I, I see it like a slingshot. If everything is set up right, you're just there to get the, to pull, let's pull back during the process and you just let it go and it should just go. So I coach buyers all the way through and I coach them to bid strong and bid fast so I do all my coaching before the auction some agents do it at the auction on the floor I don't like that because you can easily get a buyer a bit offside as well like get away from me and I and I went up to a guy once he just told me to f off and I was like yeah and I was so rattled by it um I thought there must be a better way because the old school ways like go up talk to the buyers work the floor do this do that i understand but when you've got a bit of a relationship because you've serviced the buyers so well you're talking to them one two three four seven times a week ten times a week um you know and, and you're just there you're there you're there they get to the auction and i always say to people look if you need a hand i'll be watching you i'll come help you but most of the time they don't need it now Jordan will sometimes walk up to buyers, but I like him to do that so he feels connected to the process a little bit. But with myself, um, yeah, I, I find the vendors are, are coached and ready to go. The buyers are coached and ready to go. And if they want to be difficult about it, I'll pass it in and talk to them later. So I, I, I will very rarely use pressure at an auction uh, if it doesn't feel right. I know agents do, but I know a lot of agents that have bad reputations because yeah they might have got the deal jammed together reluctantly but the owner will wake up the next day and go that doesn't feel right yeah, and then so even, yeah. mm, even when 
Yeah, even when an owner is below the reserve, and I'll say to an owner, and don't get me wrong, you know, I'll, I'll go and, you know, heavy hand them when I need to, if they, if they need to um, feel the importance of it. But I'll say to an owner, I'm not pressuring you at all to it, to work with this offer. If we don't sell today, after 270 inquiries, la, 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 I want you to understand that this one buyer is the best buyer in the market for your place. This is their maximum. And this is might, might be, this might be a bit, bit of negotiation as well. This is their maximum. If they leave, which is completely fine, I want you to be aware that we go back to the market and start all over again. It's your choice. Mm. And, and, they, and as long as it feels like that, the message is strong. They know where I stand but ultimately it's their choice. I don't say to them, take the offer. You should take this. You should sign. Like, I, don't, I just don't work like that. Maybe that's right or maybe that's wrong, but it's just my style. It's so important though, because I don't know, when you watch as a spectator and you watch agents walk up to people, like it's obviously very fearful and getting that bid started, but I obviously watch all the body language and it feels cringe. There's no to, to describe it, which is why I think most agents hate options rather than making it really enjoyable, wishing that buyer luck, um, you know, but I think positive energy as well. And that's where it becomes super weird because you create this secrecy of walking up to people and going, yeah, and then you're that agent walking up to that person and then you're like the other buyer that thinks you're their friend is now you've kind of got off guard because you've pretended that this buyer is now your friend. So really that's exactly right, Amy. Sorry on that. On that, that's exactly right. That's how I used to feel. I used to be like, I don't like this walking up to buyers. There must be a better way. Well, it's just you know, like obviously, it's our job to mediate between lots of parties. But I used to watch it, and I'll never. <laughs> when I was younger, I remember standing and when I was bidding at an auction, I was you know had even like the luck on the card number I was going to choose because I really wanted the property, right? And then yeah. I watched the agent walk up to another buyer and I instantly thought, you jerk. I thought you wanted me to buy this home. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And and I've had buyers say that to me over the years. And it's, I'm like, mm, okay. Because people want to feel special. They yeah. want to feel taken care of and special. So whether it's an owner or a buyer, yeah. So let's just say someone's listening to this podcast and they've accepted, okay, well, I can go into a different approach in my listing presentations now. I how how did you build confidence? Like obviously the Matt Steinway system is now live and complete in agent school, which we've got some really exciting things happening, but I can't talk about. But let's just say like they're sitting there now and they've listened to this podcast and they're like, I know I have to get better at auctions, but I'm how did you build your confidence, Maddie? Just I want to loop you back there for a second. Did you just start going to other auctions? Did you start to do more training? How did you kind of build that confidence and rapport and system around it? Um, if it was just like on the auction day, I, I actually I got to a point now where I used to get so worked up if it hadn't sold and panicky and this, if it, you know, like on the day. And now I see it as it's just an opportunity of, in the process. So like that's why I I won't sort of um, lean into. So if you get a really difficult buyer, mm -hmm. I have no hesitation in passing it in and saying, well, they can just talk to us later. Because I need to get the pressure off. I'm more, I'm probably more about reading pressure than anything. So like if it's on the day in myself, because I used to get so 
nervous. And so, like, I'd be talking to an owner and I'd be like, oh, you can just tell, like, you know, even I was feeling, like, worked up about it. But I'm like, if I've serviced the owner really well, if I've serviced, and you know if you have or haven't, if everything is being done, I can't do any more. So I just, I always feel a little bit like you would, you would be inhuman if you didn't um, have some sort of level of anxiety or excitement on the day because you want it to happen for everyone. But now I see it as like if they want to be difficult, passing it in is not the end of the world. And Wayne Vaughan, who just died recently, he said something to me a number of years ago. He said that he, he, does, he was probably one of the best auction agents in Australia. He was amazing. And I think he had a 100% clearance rate for years and years and years and years. And he had, um, he said he has no hesitation passing it in on Saturday if it, if it meant the result was going to be better on a Monday. And I always remember that. I love that. And a huge tribute also to Tina, who actually, you know, a wonderful woman is continuing Wayne's legacy with her selling. Um, a yeah. huge heartfelt thought to him because I do know that was sudden. Um, yeah. Well, last one, and I promise I will let you go after this, but last one is what about this concept out there in market? And I tend to hate it, so full stage up front, that an auction, you know, can condition your vendor to sell. Take them to auction with no buyers. What do you think of that practice in our industry, Maddie? Well, I think there's true conditioning and there's fake conditioning. Mm -hmm. So I know some agencies, are trained to just condition condition the owner to a lower price to increase their chances of securing a result on the day. That's fake. Mm. Um, with myself, I like to feel my way through and I'm always asking myself, like I'll adjust the price guide for sure, always. If I feel we're off, I'll say to an owner on the first week. But in my set to sell, I say to them, first week I'm assessing, are we on track, off track in, t in regard to our price guide and if we're off track we need to adjust quickly we've only got four weeks so they understand so it's all fully transparent they'll always ask you on the week one are we on track off track on track off track and i'm like we're all, i just did one the other day it went from 4.5 to 4 it's just hard to gauge and so now the price guide's four but i did that straight away but i don't sit there beating an owner around the head and if i haven't found the right person that likes the house you've got to have someone that likes the house too with me so I'm trying to balance the right price guide within reason with finding the right buyer. I don't just go and say to owners like, oh, it's 3.5. Just because you haven't found somebody at a price guide of four, sometimes you just haven't found the right person either. And I'd rather go to auction with two of the right people than five of the wrong people. I love that. I love that. Because because the outcome is just going to be very disappointing for everybody. You might sell it, but it's not going to feel very good. I love that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, a comprehensive guide to auctions. And, of course, you can find Maddie's entire system, the Matt Steinway system, live in Agent School, which is www.agentschool.com.au. And you've got a lot to look forward to this year, ladies and gentlemen, because even though it makes him anxious every time I say it, Maddie is coming back to the speaking circle. <laughs> And I can't wait for him to be <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be amazing and we're going to have some amazing talks out there. But he's got nothing to be nervous of because just like he mastered auctions, he's going to master this arenas too. Maddie, thanks so much for joining me again. Bye, Amy. Lots of love. Bye. Lots of love. Bye.